I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Milana, and Milana is five months pregnant and is requesting wellness advice from a physical therapist on living a more active lifestyle. Considering this patient's condition, which of the following is an absolute contraindication for aerobic exercise? So we have A, history of pulmonary fibrosis, B, BMI of 17, C, history of recurrent ankle sprains, and D is history of a sedentary lifestyle. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. Like I always do, I break it down piece by piece, sentence by sentence, really looking for what the sentence is really saying to me. It's important that we understand each individual sentence so that at the end, we can have a really good understanding of what the question's asking. All right, so let's go up to the top of this one. We got Milana is five months pregnant and is requesting wellness advice from a physical therapist on living a more active lifestyle. Let's go ahead and stop there for a moment. Pretty straightforward. Patient is five months pregnant, requesting some wellness advice from a PT on living a more active lifestyle. Pretty straightforward, right? So we just got a person that wants more advice, right? On how they could be active. I got you. Now, there's something that we have to keep in mind here because the patient is pregnant and there are some things that we need to keep in mind cardiovascular-wise, blood pressure-wise, position-wise, you know, for a patient who is pregnant. Now, the question goes on to say, considering this patient's condition, which of the following is an absolute contraindication for aerobic exercise? So we can't forget the patient is five months pregnant. The question is really asking us, well, being that the patient's this pregnant, if we were having the patient do aerobic exercise, what would be an absolute contraindication? Or what would be an absolute contraindication for even doing aerobic exercise for a patient who is five months pregnant? So for those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. So we have A, history of pulmonary fibrosis. B is BMI of 17. C is history of recurrent ankle sprains. And D is history of a sedentary lifestyle. So let's go up to the top of this answer set. A says history of pulmonary fibrosis. So if you're not familiar with pulmonary fibrosis, it is typically lung scarring that occurs, and it could be for a bunch of different reasons, right? Sometimes a patient has had inflammatory scarring, inflammation that has started to scar or turn into scarring of the lung tissue. And so now the patient is unable to take really good breaths or deep breaths, 
We call pulmonary fibrosis a restrictive lung condition, which injures the person's ability to take deep breaths or inspire well. And so let me ask you, if we have a patient who's five months pregnant, they're coming to us and they're asking us for advice on living a more active lifestyle, right? And then if we're thinking about aerobic exercise, is it an absolute contraindication to do aerobic exercise when a patient has pulmonary fibrosis, a patient who's pregnant has pulmonary fibrosis? The answer to that is, hmm, I like it. Because if a patient is five months pregnant, we got to be very careful that we do not put them in a situation where they're going to have difficulty inspiring, difficulty bringing in O2, and difficulty oxygenating not just their body, but the babies as well. And so I'm looking at this, and I'm like, hmm, is a history of pulmonary fibrosis an absolute contraindication for aerobic exercise in this patient population? You know what? I think it is. I like this answer right now. I'm going to go ahead, put a check mark next to it for now, but hold on. We're not done. Let me continue down. We have B, a BMI of 17. For those of you who got your pen and paper out, the normal BMI level is 18.5 to 24.9. BMI stands for body mass index. In this answer choice, it says BMI of 17. So we know that that's telling me that the patient is underweight. Now, my question to you, if we have a patient who's five months pregnant, is a BMI of 17 an absolute contraindication for aerobic exercise? The answer to that is no. All right. So actually, it says if you go through your ACSM textbook, that's where you can get a lot of great information about this. And it also goes in there in that textbook to say that a patient who is extremely underweight is just a relative contraindication. Like that's not even absolute. That's not even okay. If we see this, we absolutely terminate aerobic exercise and not do it. No, it doesn't say that in the textbook. It actually says that a patient who's extremely underweight, that would only be a relative contraindication. So BMI of 17, that's not even extremely underweight. It's just underweight. And so B, I'm going to put an X next to it. That's not the best answer. Let's go down to C. C says history of recurrent ankle sprains. I saw a lot of y'all selected this. Let me ask you this question. If you got a patient that comes in, right, five months pregnant, is it an absolute contraindication? Is a history of recurrent ankle sprains, an absolute contraindication for aerobic exercise? The answer to that is no. It's not an absolute contraindication, okay? So any type of orthopedic limitations are actually considered to be more of relative contraindications. A history of recurrent ankle sprains, yeah, that poses an issue, but should I not have the patient exercise just because they have recurrent ankle sprains? The answer is, of course not. You know, we still want them to engage in exercise. Now, we may need to do things that reduce the risk or do specific types of aerobic training that reduce the risk of the patient having another injury or potentially falling. Can patients who are pregnant do aerobic exercise, let's say, in the aquatic therapy environment or the aquatic environment? Absolutely. 
right? And so the question for you is, should I tell the patient, no, because you've had recurrent ankle sprains, I do not want you exercising right now. No, that's crazy. All right. We would still want this patient to exercise or participate in aerobic exercise. All right. And so recurrent ankle sprains is not an absolute contraindication. And so we're going to go ahead and put a big X next to that one. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not beating you up too much. Listen, that was actually a pretty decent answer. I was thinking about the whole falls thing and I was like, mm, well, they could fall and, and the next thing you know, they could injure themselves and the baby. And that's where my mind was going. But that was a little overthinking action. In the ACSM textbook, it clearly states orthopedic limitations are more of a relative contraindication. All right, put that down in your notes. That's important. Let's look at D. D says history of a sedentary lifestyle. Quite a few of you selected this one as well. So let me go back to the question. We got a patient five months pregnant. The question is really asking us which of the following is considered an absolute contraindication, meaning that I would not exercise or do aerobic exercise if this was present. So let me ask you, if your patient who's five months pregnant comes in and they have a history of a sedentary lifestyle, do we not do aerobic exercise with that patient? Kind of sounds a little wild, right? Like, no, you know, this would be another reason why I definitely would want them to do aerobic exercise. I would want them to be active. So just because they were having a sedentary lifestyle before they got pregnant or even in the first five months of pregnancy, that doesn't mean that bars them from doing aerobic exercise. I'm going to put a fat X next to D. It just doesn't make sense. Even if the patient did have a history of sedentary lifestyle where it was even extreme, I still would say that would be a relative contraindication and not an absolute. I still would want this patient to exercise. All right, so again, I'm putting an X next to D, leaving us with our final answer, our best answer of A, a history of pulmonary fibrosis. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave you with that, but congratulations to those of you who got A. Let me look at the question again, though. It says the patient is five months pregnant, and then they're requesting some information, some advice about living a more active lifestyle. Now, in this question, it was really asking you which of the following, if present, would be an absolute contraindication, meaning I would not do aerobic exercise if one of these was present. And so again, we went through and the final answer was A, history of pulmonary fibrosis. Because listen, if your patient comes in who is pregnant and they have this restrictive lung disease, pulmonary fibrosis, they're now at risk for quite a few different things. And one of the major ones is oxygenation is significantly reduced. Pulmonary fibrosis is, you know, that scarring down or that adhesion of the lung tissue and that keeps lung tissue from expanding well. Well, if we don't expand the tissue, do we get good oxygenation? Nope. That means that the red blood cells are not getting oxygenated. That means the muscles aren't getting the oxygen that they need, setting them up for injury. But also, if we're not getting good oxygenation, if the person who's pregnant isn't getting good oxygenation then that means that the baby is also not getting good oxygenation during this aerobic exercise. And therefore, the best answer, the final answer, 
is A, history of pulmonary fibrosis. I saw one of the questions come up before we end today. They were asking, wait, hold on, coach. So what the heck? Absolute contraindication. I've kind of heard that with EKG a little bit when we're looking at EKGs and exercise tolerance testing. What is this absolute contraindication that you keep bringing up? Well, absolute contraindication really means that if I see this, then I would stop the exercise or not do whatever I'm doing, whatever that is, right? And so absolute contraindication is really, if this is present, I terminate, I stop. I don't go forward. And so in this question, again, it was asking for an absolute contraindication for aerobic exercise in a patient who's pregnant. The answer was history of pulmonary fibrosis. There you go. Now, relative contraindication, you may hear that. And that means that, listen, if I saw this like, let's say that the person had extremely low BMI or they were extremely underweight, that would be what we would call a relative contraindication, meaning that I wouldn't necessarily terminate or not do aerobic exercise just because they were extremely underweight. That by itself isn't a reason for me to absolutely stop or terminate. Now, if it was in addition to other things, like let's say the person had extremely low weight or they were extremely underweight and they had an extremely sedentary lifestyle and we combine those things, now that becomes reasons for me to stop because I'm combining multiple relative contraindications and now that becomes a reason why I wouldn't want to move forward or why I would want to terminate. Cool? But again, the final answer here tonight was history of pulmonary fibrosis. That's absolute, meaning that if a patient had this, I would not recommend aerobic exercise, again, for the patient who is pregnant. Are we good? That make a lot of sense. I hope you learned a lot from that. You know, I hate to leave y'all with the basic, you know, explanation tonight. If you're a PT student or PT graduate and you're taking the MPTE, I want you to know that I got a free private Facebook group. I'm in there every single week, 6 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, and I'm dropping absolute fire. If you're preparing for the MPTE, you need to be a part of this group because I'm helping students to identify their weaknesses, baby. I'm helping them to plan and structure better their MPT prep. But most of all, I'm helping them to raise their freaking score and become like insanely confident. If that is what you're looking for, if you're looking to take your MPT score to the next freaking level, then what the heck are you waiting for? Grab your phone, go into your search engine, type in www.mptegroup.com. Let me say that again for you like it's a voicemail, www.mptegroup.com. Lock it in right now. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, warm welcome. I have some cheat sheets out there for you. So if you haven't gotten the free cheat sheets, I got 10 musculoskeletal ones for you. You can go in there and grab those. Now, where do you get them? Go to www.nptecheatsheets.com and then you can get those. All right. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at right now, if you go into the show notes, you can click the link in there and get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. 
I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.